This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. Once again, we want to thank our producer, Mark Winter and Pet Life Radio for giving us the opportunity. And we also want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. We love each and every one of you out there. In this episode, we're going to ask this question. Does your dog love your groomer? Could be yes, could be no. Who knows? We're going to try to answer that. And we also have our very funny comment segment coming up in this episode of Groomer Humor. Are you listening to this right now with a cell phone clenched between your teeth as you frantically flip pages on your paper calendars? Or are you a new breed of groomer, bred for speed and efficiency of movement? 123 Pet Software automates your communications, doing the reminding, confirming, thanking, and marketing for you. 123 Pet centralizes your schedule, employees, clients, inventory, and more. 123 Pet is the business management software you need. Start minding your business today. Visit 123petsoftware.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. Once again, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with the amazing Anthony Ray. Amazing. I'm not a magician. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could be, although magicians are usually very thin. Yeah. Because they got to squeeze into like small boxes and stuff. Oh, yeah, I, I, I can't even squeeze into my XL basketball shorts. <laughs> so. But you know what? You would be a good magic act because you kind of look like a bear. So, like, you know how, like, you know, you, maybe you can do a thing like where you're human and you turn into a bear because you look like yeah. a bear, you know? Yeah, I could just so, get in the cage and they could put the sheet on and yeah. uh, and then just take it off. <laughs> it's really easy. <laughs> just take the sheet off and now it just be there, you know? <laughs> that would be funny. I like when... You said we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Like I like that you're emphasizing it. Like, yeah, no, he's our producer. Right. It's not your not your producer. No you guys. He's our yeah. producer, Mark. He's Winter. our producer, not he's, your producer. Yeah, he's, he's not our your produ- producer. So don't yeah. even try to yeah. say that he's your producer. He's our producer. This is our Mark. <laughs> okay. Your Mark should, sucks. Our Mark every, is awesome. Everyone should have a Mark. Yeah. Yeah. You know Just the Avengers have a Hulk. Yeah. We have we, we have a Mark. We have a mark. We have a mark. Okay. A mark winter, no less. Yes, no less. <laughs> Don't play. Don't play. Don't, play. Don't come near my mark. Don't come near my mark. You mess with my mark, that's our mark. Our mark. And like we said in the intro, our producer. It's fun to say that, though. It's fun to say you got a producer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Whenever I talk to any of my friends about the podcast, if it comes up organically, yeah. Where I have to say like, yeah, no, you know, the, you know, the producer's really cool. They'll, they'll all, what? Wait, your show is like produced. Like, what does that mean? Produ- like Hollywood? <laughs> they don't know. Like they don't, they don't get it. Huh. Like Hollywood. Yep. Just yeah. like Hollywood. That's what yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. We have We're a Hollywood producer. Hollywood podcast with Mark Winter. <laughs> <laughs> well, it feels that way to us. So uh, it does. We, we got people we, listening. That's awesome. Yeah. 
And yes, and we're very happy and proud and thankful that we do have a producer and we do have the best producer. But we still have to get into our show that Mark is going to produce. So does your dog love your groomer? Listen, guys, this is very, very important because your dog should love your groomer. Do all dogs love your groomer? I don't think so. But most of them do. A lot of dogs really, really do love their dog groomer. And we know this because the owners tell us. We get it all the time. The owners will say to their dog, do you want to go see Rudy and Anthony? Do you want to go see? And the dogs just go nuts and start running to the door and they want to jump in the car because they want to come see us, which is just so cool to know that, you know, the dogs get excited uh, to come and see us. It's just funny, too, because some dogs just barrel into the store, right, Anthony? And they're just sliding all over the place and beelining into the store. And it's it's so funny to watch. Yeah, we have this uh, this really big overgrown chocolate lab <laughs> who she's so strong oh. and and so big and she barrels into the store <laughs> and like i guess her quest is to get into the cage as quick as possible while yeah. saying hello to both <laughs> of us and saying goodbye to her owner like all it and i get for some reason she wants to get it all done within five seconds of coming in the in the store and yeah. it's just stuff is flying everywhere and and, and and only for her to finally make it to the cage and just lay down <laughs> like, yeah, yeah and relax it's she's so funny what she does she like yeah. destroys the store You're and then just lays down coco yeah coco yeah, she's coco. so sweet she and not to mention she also pees while doing all of that right 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 <laughs> all of this she's at so excited Yep, 8.30 in the morning, that's what's going on with Coco. But we love her, so it's like she's so happy to see us. She becomes beside herself, like she doesn't know what to do. 100-pound lab. 100-pound lab, yeah. She knows where to go because she's in the same cage every time because we have uh, two big cages and one of them is easy to get into. So she goes to the same one every time. We don't even have to put her away. She just, she, Like I said, she barrels into it herself. <laughs> goes right in. Yep, yep. Yeah. So that's, you know, a good portion of the dogs. But then, you know, you have the opposite end of that and you have the dog that is just retreating. It doesn't want to come in the store at all. It just, you know, it just wants to back out of its collar. It wants to run back into the car because it just doesn't want to get groomed. Until, like, I don't know, once you get them to the point of no return, like, when actually when they enter the back room, then they're fine. I think it's just, like, their last chance effort to try to, like, get back home and, you know, and not have it get done. And I don't think that that means that the dog doesn't love you. I just think it means it doesn't want to get groomed. Yeah. Also, I have a very, very quick word of advice for anybody, especially people with small dogs, because it's easier. If your dog is backing out and doesn't want to go in the shop or the store, wherever your groomer is, just pick them up because people with big dogs can't really do this, obviously. But we see this happen a lot where somebody has like a little Maltese or a little Shih Tzu or something like that. And the dog, you know, you're always going to have these dogs that just they don't want to come in, even if they like the groomer. Sometimes it's like, no, I don't want to come here all day. Uh, And they start, you know, retreating. Just pick the dog up. It's so much easier. Pick the dog up, bring him inside, then put him back on the floor or just hand them to the groomer if the dog is, uh, you know, sweet. But yeah, just a quick, uh, we see that a lot. And uh, we've seen, you know, dogs do get off of leashes very easily. That's right. That's great advice, Thunder. Yeah, well, you know, small dog, pick them up, get them in. 
Get him in. Yep. That no, but it's very, very true. Pick the dog up because dogs will will back out of their collars, and if the door is even slightly open, they will squeeze through and try to get away. Um, yeah. So yeah. definitely, definitely. And, and if if even with your big dogs, if your dog is trying to back out of the collar, maybe just kind of stand behind the dog so that they're not yeah. doing it. Sometimes it's like a group effort, you know. Sometimes we're holding the leash, the owner's in the back of the dog, pushing the dog in. And again, it's it's just not uncommon. Just some dogs would just rather be home. But again, you got the other dogs that just beeline into the store. Either way, guys, you have to develop a personal relationship with each and every dog and each and every owner, uh, regardless of whether they love you or they tolerate you. I think in a lot of cases, dogs tolerate the groomer and they tolerate the grooming. You know, they don't necessarily love it, but it doesn't mean that they don't love you. You know what I mean? It's kind of like me and you, Anthony. I tolerate you, but I love you at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Well, here's the thing with the tolerating. That's not even a knock because a lot of times if a dog is tolerating it rather than liking it, a lot of times those dogs are easier to groom. Because they stay still. When a dog is too happy, they love it too much, they want to play the whole time. So, you know. You're my son. I'm your son. I'm a smart man. That's such a good point. It really is. Some dogs are just too overly playful on the grooming table, and they're harder to groom. Yeah. They make it more challenging. Yeah. 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 You're so right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We had the, the puppy the other day. So sweet. And uh, actually, and actually, she was the best of both worlds because she would, uh, she was super playful. But then, as soon as you would say, "Okay, you know, stay still, sweetie," and she would, she would actually listen. Like she knows, she that yeah. dog knows nothing but nothing but love. niceness. <laughs> yeah, nothing but love. But yeah, yeah, like we sometimes you get that perfect dog where it's like, yeah. "Oh, you're showing me all this love, and you're being good." Like, no, I love yeah. you. And they they love her to death because I I love the owner and we've mentioned this in the past like the owner's like this big bodybuilding type guy and his yeah. dog is his dog is a whole four pounds and the dog just melts him it's yeah. hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing is the dogs are just so happy to go home as well because now they feel good now they're all clean and and uh, you know and I, I love the dogs that. When the owner picks up and we bring them into the the reception area and the dogs just keep coming back and saying goodbye to us, Anthony. I love that. It's hysterical because the job is done. The pressure's off. The dog doesn't have to tolerate the grooming anymore. We don't have to be on high alert grooming the dog anymore. And it just becomes a thing where it's like they just go into play mode and they just keep coming back and saying goodbye to us. I, I love that. That's always such a rewarding part of this job when that happens, because it also makes the customer feel super safe. And, you know, on the surface, it seems impossible to try to convince somebody, yeah, let me have your dog for the day and I'm going to use, and I have to use these really dangerous tools and the dog has to, you know, I'm going to bathe it and, and like, you know, dry it and brush it and do all these things. So when a customer picks up and the dog loves us and keeps coming back and showing us affection and everything. It really, really helps people accept this process. Yeah. And trust it because that's the thing. I, I can't even really pretend to know what that feels like to drop my pet off. Yeah. To the only thing I know is like the vet. I know the feeling of the vet Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, uh, you know, you come back later and it's horrifying, um, you know, because it's like, please don't hurt my pet. I'll kill (laughs) you. But, um, (laughs) 
you know, this is, you know, grooming obviously is a little, is more of a common thing where it's just, you have to do it all the time. So I really like that it helps the customer feel comfortable and trust and and nothing does it better than that than when the dog doesn't want to not be anywhere near us when they pick up like with the fact that your owner is here now and you haven't seen them all day and you still want us to pet you and play with you really really goes a long way it makes customers feel super comfortable and that's what we want too for sure yeah yeah and it's hard it's hard for them it's hard for the client to drop off the dog because of what you said you know you love your dog you you worry um you don't want to drop the dog off and feel like you know you're alienating your own dog you know what i mean so it's very very important that you know the customer feels comfortable dropping the dog off to you and like you said they know that you know by uh you know when they pick up the dog how happy the dog is that you know the dog was treated well and all of that so it's a big trust issue as we've mentioned in in a lot of our shows um some of the dogs they love us so much they actually they want to stay with us right (laughs) we get to get the dog that doesn't even want to go back it just wants to keep coming into the back room and stay yep. with us, yep. which is really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes we have a door, obviously, that separates our groom room from the from the front entrance where the people drop their dogs off. And sometimes the dogs just, we, whoever wants, if it's the last dog of the day, especially, and it's the last mm-hmm. dog to go home, well, we'll leave that door open because the day's over. There's no dogs, no more dogs back there. So, you know, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll just keep running back there where they were yeah. all day. And it's yeah. like, you know, oh, this is where I was. Almost like they're trying to show their owner. Yeah. Hey, I want to come show you. This is where I did this today. Look, yeah, it's, stayed, it's like back to school night. <laughs> that is that it, it is. That's exactly yeah. what it is. They want to bring the owner into the back room and say, "Yeah, let me show you what what I do." You know. So yeah, and you know, another one of the things that another one of the things. <sighs> what am I three? <laughs> another one. Of the another one of the things. Anyway, Grow up. I know. I'm so immature. Another thing is. That when the dogs go home, they get lots and lots of attention because now, you know, they're groomed, they smell good. And uh, it's another reason why don't underestimate dogs. They know why they're getting the attention. They know it's because they got groomed. And they also are well aware that you were the one who did that. You groomed them and now they go home. And they get all this attention because they smell good. And in a lot of cases, they're allowed to do certain things that they wouldn't be allowed to do if they weren't clean. Like some owners will let them jump on the couch now and stuff like that because they're clean where they might scoot them off because their paws might be dirty or whatever. But the dogs get a lot of attention after coming home from the dog groomers. And they know that. So the next time they come in, they're really, really happy to see you because they definitely put two and two together because dogs are just very, very smart. And uh, yeah, so that's just another reason why a dog loves their dog groomer. Yeah. And what you said, don't ever underestimate dogs because, you know, when you have a day that's really vicious toward the groomer and doesn't like it and through hard work and dedication of the groomer and bravery and all (laughs) of that. And you finally break through to the dog and the dog ends up being pretty good. It's not always just because, oh, like it's really good, like table training and, and, and this positive reinforcement. It's not sometimes it's just because exactly what you said. Sometimes the dog just realizes, well, I hate these guys. I hate this process. But when I go home. Because of what these guys do, I can go on the couch now. Sometimes that's really the only reason why a dog goes from vicious to an angel because they're smart. 
Yeah, it's true. It's not so. Maybe it's not so much that you know they love you. I like that. I hate these guys, yeah, but <laughs> I'm clean now. You know, this guy scrubbed right. my ass. I mean, I can't hate him that much. Yeah, <laughs> we have to give some credit to the dogs. The I'm dog. sure. Yeah, we've 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 had a you know, and we've been doing this for so long that it we've had a bunch of times where it's like the dog just the, from the first day that they came in hated everything, growling, trying to bite all of that, and then eventually ended up being really good. And it's like hey, you know what? Let's give a little credit to the dog. I think that our patients definitely played a role, and our wanting to comfort the dog played a role. But maybe that dog yes. kind of put it all together and said, well, you know what? Maybe these guys are doing me a favor. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Don't underestimate dogs. And, uh, you know, we're right now, again, because of doing this so long, we're facing the, the challenge and we face this a lot, like every five years, every seven years, you know, uh, dogs, you know, pass away because just, they just get too old. And now what's happening is we're getting a whole new series of puppies coming in. And it's a lot more work, you know, because we have to, like, again, establish a positive relationship with the new puppies. And uh, we're getting like this just new whole new wave of people coming in with all different dogs. So it's a challenge because now we have to, again, like, you know, we have to make friends with these dogs where we had like this fixed friendship with the veteran dogs that we were doing. Where it was, like you said, with Coco, it's real easy. They come in, they crate, you take them out, they just know the system. So we're dealing with about, I don't know, man, maybe at least 15, 20 puppies right now that we're all trying to, you know, we're trying to table train them all and get them used to the process. But again, just have to establish that relationship with them and get them to love you and love them. And it's a challenge because not all of them are you know, going to take to it as well as some others. Although I'm kind of fascinated, dude. A lot of the puppies that we're getting, Anthony, are just, they're taking to it really, really well. It's weird. I was going to say that, that lately all of the puppies that we get, most of them anyway, have been really good. Yeah. Cause every couple of years, like my dad just said, you know, with the old age and everything, every couple of years, everything sort of lines up and it's like this big puppy apocalypse where it's just <laughs> like we like it's it's like with yeah. every death comes a new life, I guess. Yeah. And it's just like the circle of life continues. And every every couple of years, it hits really hard where like we lose a lot. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God. And, they're, you know, these are all dogs that we've been doing for, for, yeah. for 10, 15 years. And it's hard, you know, yeah, it's really hard. And then like that Saturday you know a new puppy yeah. will, will will come in and sometimes it's a customer of ours who took place in the last puppy apocalypse where it's exactly. like wow so you you lost your dog we haven't seen you in six years and now you have a new puppy and we get to see you again and and yeah. here's your new dog and it's like it's really it's like spiritual in a way it it's is. really weird how it happens and you get to know people on a whole different level because mm-hmm. you know i would say a good 60 maybe 70 percent of our clientele who has lost their dog, they pretty much go out, get another one. And it's like, wow, you've had four decades of dogs. Like I've known you for 30 years. And again, it's just one of those rewarding things that we always talk about with being a dog groomer. But I think, you know, one of the reasons why the puppies are doing so well, though, Anthony, I think it's because owners are being a lot more hands-on, you know, between YouTube, whether it's our channel or somebody else's, 
they're educating themselves more on grooming. And that's what we mean about grooming's changing. People are actually changing. People are, you know, showing more interest in grooming their dog at home or at least maintaining. So again, like we always mention, if, if you're brushing your dog at home and now you bring that dog to the groomer, well, the dog knows what's, what's going on. You know what I mean? The dog's used to it. It's like, oh yeah, mommy and daddy do this at home and uh, you're doing it here. So I give a lot of credit to the dog owners out there that are being really hands-on and then bringing their dogs to the groomer. And, and I think that's part of the reason why dogs are, the puppies are doing so well. I think so too, actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it, now that you said that, it's like, yeah, yeah people definitely have become much more hands-on. We actually talked about this in our uh, the episode before this one, our last episode, where it was uh, we were talking about the popularity of dog grooming has really increased. And it's not just really like, it's not really just cute, fun, and games anymore either. It's like hands-on, in-depth looks at what goes into pet grooming has really, really gotten popular. And that really is playing a role. People are taking owning a pet way more seriously and it's going to keep going in that direction. I hope, God willing. And uh, yeah. I think that is that's really playing a big role. And if that's if we can get, it makes it a lot easier for the groomers when the pet owners can actually do a little bit of breaking through to the puppy at home. It's like yeah, right. you introduce them to the brush. That's great. That that's saves great. us so much time. Sure, absolutely. You know? Yep, yep, yep. So, with that being said, does your dog love your groomer? I'm going to say yes most of the time and maybe no sometimes but i would like to i would like to think that all dogs love their groomers so i'm going to keep it there with that being said we're going to go to break here and when we come back we're going to talk about our funny segment in this episode of groomer humor we'll be right back it's october and there are spooky scares everywhere When it comes to your dog's everyday health, you don't have to be spooked when you have Daily Dose. Daily Dose is a two-in-one dog chew that pairs a powerful dental scrub with vet-developed supplements for full body health and seriously clean smiles. Now pay attention through October 31st. Enter for a chance to win all four bags of Daily Dose in coming joint, heart, and skin health. Just post a picture of your pup's smile with the hashtag SeriousSmileSweeps to any of PetLife Radio's Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook pages. Good luck! <laughs> Visit YourPetsDailyDose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code PETLIFE. That's YourPetsDailyDose.com. Moose is the German Shepherd and hasn't had any kind of health problems at all. He has been on Dynavite since he's a puppy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. We tell anybody that has a dog, if there was something that you could do, Right from the beginning, so that you don't have expensive veterinary bills. Why would you not do it? Get the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Get some Dynavite. How happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio dot com. <laughs>
Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts. I'm Anthony Ray, hanging out with my dad, Rudy V. And today we are trying to answer the question of, does your dog love your groomer or not? And I guess we don't really have an answer for that <laughs> at the end of it all. Kind, kind of. Yes. No. Depends. Yeah. And uh, I think, though, that if you're a groomer and you notice that all of your dogs are kind of like running out when you're done, like they don't want anything else to do with you, I think you should try to be a little bit closer with the dogs, I think, because we definitely have plenty of dogs that are just done with us by the time their owners pick up. But I think it's important, and it's it's actually like this doesn't really get discussed. Uh, That's why I really like the topic of this episode. That I think that's important. If you're a groomer and you're listening to this, pay attention to how your dogs act at the end of the day when the owners pick up and see how that's a good gauge on how you're doing as far as um, building relationships with the dogs. Because, uh, and we could probably do an entire show on how we build yeah, we, good relationships with the with our dogs. We work on that all the time. When we have yeah. a dog that doesn't want to like really be, we like we work even harder to get that dog to like us and and have a good experience. You know, so yeah, yeah. That's so. I guess maybe just naturally, that's always been very important to us. So yeah, I think uh, that's actually a good topic for another time. Is yeah. some of the things that we do to yeah. build build like strong lay, relationships, like lay on the floor. Yeah, yeah. I'll lay on the floor. <laughs> lay lay floor. on the dirty, air-filled floor. Yeah, just just to make a dog feel more comfortable. It's, like it's you know, one of one of the many things we do. Yeah, yeah. But, so anyway, before we went to break, my dad mentioned to you guys uh, that when we come back, we're going to talk about our funny segment. For some reason, <laughs> he didn't say we were going to do it. So I guess yeah, we're just going to talk about our funny segment. We're not going to do it though. Forget that. I'm not going to talk read about it. it. Yeah, no, I'll do it real quick here. We're going to talk about it. We're not going to do it. So yeah, every episode we do a funny comment and, uh, and, uh, and it's kind of funny. Sometimes it's directed towards us. Sometimes it's directed towards something else, but yeah, that's what we do. Anyway, thanks for stopping by guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to talk about it. Well, here, you know what? The funny comment segment's really, really funny today, but that's it. It's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame that we can't do it. I'm just, I'm just not not allowed to read it. You guys would love this funny segment. My dad doesn't want to do it today. He just wants to talk about it that's it you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna give him a solid i'm gonna read it i'm a professional okay guys let's talk and uh, let's read this uh funny comment segment i like this one a lot this one's kind of this this one melts me it's a love story um this one says i brought my dog to the groomer she and i started dating when she came to my house my dog bit her we are now married, and Roxy still hates her. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Before we get into the obvious funny part about that, can you read the, the first part. Did they say that they brought their dog to the groomer and then yep. they married it? No. He brought his dog to the groomer. He said, I brought my dog to the groomer. She and I started dating. When she came to my house, my dog <laughs> bit her. We are now married, and Roxy still hates her. <laughs> I just think that's hysterical. No, that is, that is funny. It just sounds when at the beginning it sounds like he's talking about dating his dog <laughs> because you say, no, he's saying man. I brought my dog. But, but listen to the sentence: I brought my dog to the groomer. She and I started dating. <laughs> like it's like oh, I don't. I think that's illegal. 
I'm pretty sure that know. is. That's yeah. illegal, man. You can't. Yeah. You can't do that. It's you know. It's just well, goes goes against all morals. Right. Yeah. There's there's a moral problem here. But okay. In the interest of, I'm pretty sure he's talking about a human being that he started dating after he brought Roxy to the groomer. That's hilarious. She still doesn't. That's like hilarious. Her. And I love that. I love that Roxy still hates her. <laughs> yeah. That's still. I wonder how long they've been together. Oh, that's how, did, funny. Did it say it in the how long they've been together in the comment? No, it didn't say no. that. Was, that's the only thing. But we're going to reach out to this person <laughs> and see how things are going. Are yeah. you even still married? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Roxy hates you. That's a yeah. rough situation. Like, what do you yeah. do? It's a tough price to pay for, like, you know, for free dog groomings on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's hysterical. That oh, is just so funny. I wonder, uh, like, I wonder why. <laughs> Because, uh, because you know, the dog doesn't want to jealousy. There it is. See, and and you know what? The Roxy's probably saying, "Listen, you're on my turf, bitch. (laughs) 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 You are on my turf now. You know, you I don't you don't groom me here." Yeah, yeah. That's a funny, uh, funny Uh, thing for Roxy to call a person, considering that legally Roxy herself is a bitch. Is the bitch? Yeah. So I don't understand that. You know, it's like they really could have come up with a better term for a female dog. Yeah, I don't like that. I think it's time to change that. Yes, bitch. I think it's not a good yeah. name, you know? It's it's really not. Yeah. Like, isn't a female deer, what is that? That's called something different, like a fawn or something? I think so. No, is that's that a baby baby deer. Oh. No, female deer a is doe? a doe. A doe. Yeah, a doe. A doe. So, so so wait, but hold on. So I'm not completely wrong. So a a, a female baby deer could be a doe fawn. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I'm 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 fine. I'm fine. I got this. So I got yeah. Yeah. So like like think of that. Like that sounds nice. That sounds a lot nicer. Yeah. I I, yeah. I don't like that either. I don't. I don't want to call a female dog a bitch. What do they call? Do they do they have a, a name for male dogs? A bastard. <laughs> this is a quickly turning into Joe Rogan dog podcast. Over here. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. anyway, this was a good show. I like yeah. this. Well, that was uh, that was interesting to say the least. So, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for stopping by, guys. As always, we'd like to thank our producer Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a like, comment, and subscribe. We want to hear from you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure as always. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.